Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sound it or Dolby, threw a great party. We all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Weirder together. Yes. Here we are. First episode. Yeah. Babe, we got a podcast. I'm so excited. We've been talking about this for a while. Yeah. Once all these schmucks started doing them, I thought, why not me? Okay, great. So you just you build confidence through listening to like average, just mediocre podcasts. It's like the stand, hey, the bar got lowered, and we thought no, we could change. They on this. they really get me through, get me through the the night. They get me through the day. And we were doing, um, we were doing this sort of variety show, Weirder Together in yeah. Sydney. And, and Largo. At, and stuff at Largo. And, and we were good together. Yeah. We're like, what does your mum say about us? Gracie Allen and George Byrne. That, the, that is a hip reference for the young Very hip. I yeah. mean, really, still very hip, I think. And we're kind of figuring out what it's going to be. Like, what do you think? What do you, what do you want this to be? Because it's a blank canvas right now. I want it to be super horny no i'm just kidding i mean maybe a little bit i want it to be really fun really funny really insightful no i just yeah i i, I wanted to reveal itself i mean these first ones probably no one will ever hear we're gonna warm up to it i want it to be funny really so in our uh, attempt to figure out what this experiment is we did ask for people through our Instagram to send us voice notes with what they wanted to hear about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Take a poll. And we got some pretty good ones. So should we hear, are you, do you feel ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's hear our first question. Hi, I'm Frankie. I'm seven years old. I live in Sydney. And my question is, where did you first meet and what you love about each other and what annoys you the most about each other? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm falling in love with you again through the eyes of that question. Oh, that's so nice. So where we first met. Well, we have slightly different stories. We were, you you want to go first? Well, we met in this house, the house we're sitting in. That's true. That's the same story. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yeah, what's your house's story different? I don't know. I just notice whenever people ask, uh, it's slightly different. But, yeah, so we, uh, Christmas Eve. 96 um, 96 um that's me trying to do my aussie accent that's say good. say 96 again 96 90, 96 90 um anyway so yeah i was newly divorced yeah and 26 years old i guess and i was at my house having a new year's eve kind of young single person new year's eve uh, and my friend was dating Ian, Ian Rogers. Rogers. Ian who Rogers. was a friend of mine. Yeah. Who was the Beastie Boys web guy. That's right. That's and who has since helped build Beats headphones. Yeah. It's a boy done well. Mm -hmm. And Amy Fleetwood uh, was dating him. 
and the, and she he he so you were in town and no one was in town you were 18 well in australia is a bit different at christmas time not you don't have this culture of everyone departing the city that they're in to go visit their families so i was totally shocked that yeah i was just out of high school and everybody i knew in la had left town except ian rogers right and so i asked him what are you doing over christmas he's like oh i'm going up to my girlfriend's friend's house do you want to come and it was you here yeah so in the hills and yeah so you i remember amy had taken mushrooms or something and she was like laughing she was saying i don't know some your whole family was on mushrooms right and so laurel canyon christmas <laughs> um this is before yeah well before i had kids but uh still i was a divorcee i got married so young so hot <laughs> um so, what's hotter than a 26 year old divorcee? i know it's like a funny i don't even know one of those teen movies from the 80s where you're like the gardener comes over and who knows i'm garden i'm i'm by the pool and high heels and a bikini and newly divorced and sunglasses but it was like that because for me it was i was you know i was an 18 year old boy from australia meeting women in their 20s who were already divorced who were on mushrooms with their families for christmas by a swimming pool was it was exotic to say the least but we were really rude because in australia people are a little more polite and i'm sure in the south and certain places people are polite in america but la is like especially my scene is very like everyone's just so into being watched and performing and standing on a couch and doing a weird dance and being like look at me and so when you came over, no one offered you a cup of tea. Or well, Lisa anything. Anna offered me a quesadilla, which I made know. it into my song Ripe on the album Ripe. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, we just sort of like jump in to this group of people who want to be watched and running around. So, But at that point, you were 26 and I was 18. So yeah. nothing was realistically going to happen. Oh, no. I hope Frankie doesn't hear this, the little girl. Oh, yeah. Um, Frankie's parents did not play this. Or at least we'll do, <laughs> do some kind of... You'll have to, it was just a... Um, yeah, risotto. It was a mushroom risotto. <laughs> anyway, so we, yeah, so, but I, yeah, I thought of you as this, I knew of your music because you were on my ex-husband's label and we all were like bonkers for you. Like, you know, Sonic Youth loved you and the Beastie Boys and all the hipster, all the hippest people, uh, you know, you were, and you, I think you had a hit already and I remember being really happy for you. But anyway, a couple hits or whatever it was. I was like so into you and you're playing I, I use the term hits in inverted commas for that, <laughs> that, for that stage <laughs> yeah. of my career. Was, I heard yeah. you on the radio and I was like, yay. Uh, anyway, yeah, you spent the night. Yeah. I mean, we didn't hook up, but yeah. you spent the night. And we stayed in touch. And it was not, we didn't go on a date till 10 years later. Yep. Um, and so that was the first part. Then she wanted to know what we love and what annoys us about each other. I love about you that you are... Um, I really do see you as like sort of pure creativity. Like your creativity is, you know, our first date was going to see the John and Yoko documentary. And I do think that- Bit idea, heavy. Bit heavy of a choice was of a, a movie. It was a little heavy, but it was also like it was two artists figuring yeah. it out, you know, and being weird together. I mean, it really, I feel like in so totally. many ways, the blueprint yes, for our entire relationship together. was in that first day. I only mean heavy because you were saying that you felt it was a little heavy of a choice of a film because it was about a marriage and maybe a first date. You don't want to go into a deep relationship of a, who knows? I liked it. I still tried to kiss you. And you did. I did kiss you. In yeah. the stairwell. In the, in the arc light stairwell. 
Um, so yeah, your creativity to me is connected to your just in general, just dynamism and attractiveness. And it's, I love, it just emanates from you. Like you can't, you, th this is what's funny about how obsessed you are with being an organized person because you, creativity flows from you. You, you couldn't make a square choice if your life depended on it. <laughs> you are, you are innately ethereal, um, just you are vibes. You are vibes. Oh, and I just, so and nice. that's what I, that's what I love about you the most. Well, I mean, I, I, what I love about you is your, your very positive and you are so solid in this incredible way that keeps everyone afloat and you're very um extremely safe feeling which i love but also i love you know your the music that i like i like the music <laughs> nice you didn't have to marry it but yeah and yeah. you've got really beautiful tennis legs uh, and that you know lovely australian tan and that's all i need of of many choices what annoys me most about you what annoys you most about me i was gonna say no what annoys me most about you okay so that's you asking yourself that question. oh no i'm sorry okay what annoys <laughs> what annoys you the most about me oh oh my gosh well, you're maybe you're a little square. That doesn't annoy me. You're not really square. Well, you are a little square, more square than me. But that I like about you, actually. That doesn't annoy. I don't know. You're perfect. But am I square? I'm not really square. I'm just sort of like um. You're not I'm, square. I'm sort of into the world. Like I'm sort of like. No, I love. I actually way, that right? is like it falls in the category of actually what I love the most about you. Right. I have no idea why. But come on, I, I there's so much that annoys. No, well, you have that crazy. Jewish rage that that I'm starting to flip into being something I'm into. I love yeah. it. I mean, it's like a it's a thing that we because you're Mr. Nice Guy, you know. And when I say rage, it's nothing. No one has to call me up and say, "Are you okay?" It's nothing like that. But it's like the the angry, angry Jewish man. I get frustrated easily. Yeah, right? but I'm I am feisty AF. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm a little feisty. I'm a little more like zero to 60. You're more just, you have that like strong. My East, thing's more Eastern like a European, simmering. And yeah. it's like a simmering passive aggression too. Oh, that's that like is of, annoying. Yeah, I'd rather straightforward. But I can see why the passive aggressive, because I think you're a little nervous to bring it up around me because I'm a bit like sense too sensitive and then sort of angry, too quick to get mad. So I can see why you put off bringing something up until it comes out, you know, in another way. As, and as far as what annoys me about you, I mean, it, it's, I also love it. That's the thing. It's like, I it know. is charming, but you, I cannot follow your thought process. Oh no, A lot don't of times, say that. No, it's, it's my it's, genius. It is your genius, but that's the thing. I'm not saying I I can't. always bring it back home like a beautifully constructed short story you do you land the I, plane i land it i do sometimes get anxiety there is a there was a great <gasps> moment that it's we terrible. had you know the story i'm gonna tell no do you remember when obama was um campaigning oh, okay for election and um and shepherd fairy was um filming sort of these psas with different celebrities and stuff yeah and um john c Riley was there and there was all interesting people and you each had like a minute in front of the camera 
to just talk about your hopes for the next election. Yeah. And you got in front of you. You didn't. I don't know if you'd planned it or whatever. I did. But you did. Huh? <laughs> you got in front of the camera and you said, "I have a dream." And okay. And what happened next was probably <laughs> a split second. But to me, the eternity that lapsed <laughs> after you said, "I have a dream," I was just like. Where, you know that it has been said before, don't you? That would be the worst thing I could say. And I should never, but I didn't. No, I you, said, yeah. I have a dream of an America. That's right. But that's the right. but where, you know, blah, 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 whatever I was saying. But the I have a dream in the pause between of an America that could be like this. That's right. But you thought, is she going to do a white like, woman talking a white woman doing that speech and she won't remember it anyway <laughs> but listen really non sequitur this is yeah, me but... being defensive but i do yes i'm disarming but i and i am non sequitur it's true and it's charming and you know your dyslexia um with you know people's names oh yeah 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 is but that's not a big deal breaker none of it's a deal breaker yeah. i'm here i'm here yeah. for the ride I mean, how long have we been? We've been married like, um, thirteen years, Leo, been together what, like fifteen years. What did I say? You some once, of the highlights of my. Oh, some of your highlights mistakes. of your. Yeah, th this is just all examples of the way your mind works. Like you've you've had conversations about the great frontman of Nine Inch Nails, Terry Reznor. Yep. Um, you've admired the charitable work of the movie star Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I can't think of any others, but anyway, I love I love how your mind works. It's a uh, but it is mysterious to me. But I also think there's something archetypally, the way a husband is supposed to look at a wife is with that type of weird mystery. Like, I think there's something about the male mind. And sorry to be very heteronormative about this, but, you know, I'm a straight guy with a woman. But I think the way men's minds work sometimes can be sort of basic and literal. Yeah. And that's what you were saying about square or something. And women's minds take men on a journey. Yeah. And I kind of, I, I, you know, I'm here for the ride. Yeah. But being, you know, you are, you always are around a lot of women though. And so you can hang with the woman's. I uh, love them. Yeah. Love them. <laughs> I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> um, should, we, should we have one more question? Yeah, we, yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. One more. Hi, this is Jackie from Kansas City. Big fans of you guys. I'm about to have my first child, and I'm terrified. And I was wondering if you had any advice. Man, that's opening a can of worms. Oh, my gosh. The thing about parenting is it is a process of making mistakes. So, like, when I think of yeah. any any success that you well, have as a parent. Oh, I do know one thing. Okay, the minute it. I start getting, you get judgmental of other parents pretty much that'll be when the same thing you're judging will happen to you. Uh -huh. Or like, you know, like, for example, my friend was like, oh, 
my kid has night terrors. And I was like, well, in my mind, I'm like, well, of course I do. Cause she's cuckoo. And she's like, she was so wild back in New York. And who knows? Like, she's she's probably, you know, not being the best parent. This is my judgmental mind. And it's there for her kids. Cut to not one, but both my kids had night terrors. So you'll see that happening as a parent. Like, you know. Yeah, you're like, you can't get on a high horse no, for high long. Horses. It's, what yeah. about, so wait, what about, let's start with like baby advice. Because she's about to have a baby. Okay, so listen. So I was lucky. My mom loved being pregnant. So I got a lot of positive growing up. She was just like, she loved actually mainly giving birth. And she gave birth naturally to both of us. I mean, I always thought I would do it on the bed in a house. It turns out I was more comfortable in a... Uh, What's it called? Hospital. Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> but with my second, I could practically have her. I almost had her like sitting on the toilet because she kind of started. She, I woke up and she was like crowned. I was well, yeah. Crowning. Goldie, we got to the hospital at seven forty-five and she came out at eight. Yeah. So like she's I, punctual, man. She, and she that, still is. I was she still is. did have yeah. one natural birth, but that was uh, uh, just happened that I didn't even have time to have an epidural. So anyway, I'm very into the no judgment thing, but um. And I do think uh, it takes a village. And I, for me, I breastfed like for any little squeak and any little thing. But also like there's, I would never say as far as for me personally, breastfeeding was like super duper easy to just do as a lazy, almost lazy because it just helped everything. But um, everybody has their own, you know thing about that i don't know it's well, like when I, they're babies it's sort of like that in a way that is like the easiest part of parenting because the problems can all be solved through just very tactile physical solutions like holding them changing yeah. them feeding them but now we're like it doesn't we, work though some people can't breastfeed oh right well that, yeah but even even so it's like i think the psychological minefield of like teenagers and that whole process is like another level of complexity yeah. that there's like no real rules to yeah and going back quickly to the baby thing like you know everything like the i've seen people and i did too you want your life to be the same but just with the kid and for sure and for sure in the beginning first few years it's like not gonna be the same like we had a friend who was like i'm just throwing money at this situation because oh, it wasn't sleeping and stuff yeah and they just yeah. wanted you know they wanted their life they had, but with the kid. And unless you're putting the kid, I guess, in a boarding school at age six or something or other, like, it's just like, for definitely for sure, people should could be prepared for... For their life know. getting turned upside down. Yeah, it's just not going to be the same. It's not just like, like a, you know, whatever. You can, with a dog, you, it's still not the same with a dog. Yeah, well, you could, weird. like, put the dog in a crate, I guess, or whatever, at the foot of your bed or whatever. You can kind of figure it out, but... Like, it's like everyone knows that by having a kid, they're not going to be able to have control. Yeah. And you know that conceptually, but the degree to which you have to realize, especially as they get older, that this is not you. This is not an extension of you. This person has other ideas, other hopes, other dreams, other fears. That has been difficult for me because I, I feel like as someone with like very strong passions and opinions, I've imposed them on the kids before and like learning really learning to like respect them as their own people yeah has been like a massive 
generous yeah. of me. Yeah, and I just keep thinking of what would I want from my mom. Like when, when they're, I always just wanted my mom not to be worried or something. That was one thing that I noticed, like, which is impossible. But just you definitely don't, you want your parent to feel relaxed and strong and safe. And you don't want to like worry about their dramas and anxieties and worries. So that was like, it's nice for me. I'll try to sort of remember, well, what did I want? And then try to, when I lose the plot of sort of how do I do this and how am I coming across and how am I making them feel? I just am like, remember what, what you liked the most. Now, in somewhat related news, we do have one of the children that we have parented together, Miss Goldie, here with us um, for a segment. Goldie? Yes? We have a few questions for you, and we want to know how well you know us, your mother and your father. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we want to know if you can tell. We've got some stories from our past, and we're not going to say who they happened to. And you've got to tell us which one of us you think it was. Okay, which one of us is more likely to have gone to a witch doctor who told them to wear sunglasses more often? Oh, that's definitely mom. Because she was, I mean, you guys were both like essential oil people. And you guys were both kind of in like meditation cult sort of thing. <laughs> but I feel like mom would have gotten into like witch doctory stuff. Because I feel like Ben would have been... That's tricky. But I feel like mom would have been the first person to be like, let's go to a witch doctor. Okay. The answer to that one was, that was me. Really? When? Um, a long time ago before you were born, I went to see a shaman who did some sort of treatment on me and said, you got to wear sunglasses more often. All right. Here's another question. Which one of us was most likely to have given someone a banana as a gift on a first date? Okay. Can I ask age? Like, were you guys... Of the banana? No, of, like, you. In their 20s, which one of us was more likely to show up on a doorstep of a first date with a banana? Okay, I feel like it was, like, a present, right? Or was it just a banana? I believe the banana was offered as a gift. Okay, I feel like... Ben, he was, like, doing a lot of music. I mean, he was doing a lot of music, like, kind of still now. But, like, I feel like he would have done it as, like, a joke. Like, I think it would have been, he would have been, like, something funny. But it wasn't actually funny. But he (laughs) would have, like, thought it was funny. Or. I think you're right. You're right. You're right. I did. I showed up with a banana. Was it as a joke? I didn't know about that. Sort of. Yeah, sort of as a joke. Was Was it received well? It was received in good humor. And the last question. Which one of us, your mother or your father, were more likely to have gone to a tantric kundalini yoga workshop where they did a six-hour open-eye staring meditation opposite flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Okay, I don't know this one, but I think I know. But do not tell me yet because I have a big explanation for this. I think it's mom. Because me and Sevilla were looking up quotes for our speeches and we came across mom's quotes that were all about yoga from like when she was in her yoga phase. And they were like, there was like two quotes. The, one of them was, yoga is my life. 
And the uncle was like, I don't know what I'd do without yoga. Phew. I mean, if your kid's going to look up their celebrity parent and find quotes, thank the Lord they're all like, yoga is my life. So but I think that's mom. because You are correct. Yeah. So you actually got two out of three, which means your rate of knowing your parents is 66.6%, which is pretty decent. Anyway, we congratulate you. We invite you to play this game anytime with us. And we'd love to have you back again soon. Yes, definitely. I'm just over there if you need me all right we know where to find you love you bye Bye. yeah amazing i mean the amount of wisdom that has been imparted on this podcast it's incredible that people this is going to be kind of life-changing for some people they're going to be rethinking their entire mission statement but um have you had fun what do you think is our first episode how did it what's are you digging it has it been good i love it i could do this all day long um, so we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to do it once a week. So, um, I hope you guys all hit subscribe and, um, and we love, we love questions. It doesn't have to be, we love, um, Becky and Cam's podcast, but we're not looking to like necessarily give advice. You guys can um, drop us a line with a story, a comment or something you want us to talk about or something you want to share. Um, we, I set up an email address. It's weirder together pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, so send a little voice recording there and, um, you know, maybe we'll use it. Um, so what do we have coming up? I'm so I'm going on tour of Australia. It's the Parents Get High Tour with special guest Susie. Um, June 17th, I'm in St. Kilda. June 18th in Melbourne. June 19th in Brisbane. June 23rd in Sydney. June 24th in Adelaide. June 25th in Perth. And you can find links to tickets on all of my socials. Um, Ione, what have you been up to? What's going on for you? Well, I just did a part in Ali Wong's show called Beef. I love Ali Wong. I do too. Love. And I was just very happy not to get COVID and shut down the show. And that's going to be on Netflix later in the year? Mm Mm-hmm. And I have a very cool part. And um, I have a special art book coming out that you can look on my instagram and oh, you have your watercolors yeah that was so fun to do i know i loved it i like calling it a fanzine yeah i love it so, it's from our era you yeah because it mean? is like, it's it not is a, a it's not like a coffee table book yeah it's inexpensive but super cool so people can order that through your insta so also we're having a um launch party at for Ca- this podcast yeah at cafe frida's june 29th june 29th Can and it- we've got ama- let's not say who it is but no. we've got some amazing djs yeah there. and it's like a party we're yeah. not going to be performing it's like we'll be djing there'll yeah. be drinks there'll be oh it's so fun but come by and hang out and say yeah. hi cafe frida's in sydney and um we're going to end with so we have these jams at our house a lot yeah we were doing these Friday night jams. Yeah, we were doing like little potluck Shabbos jams. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we're, um, can you hear our dog growling in the background? Mm-hmm. But um, I've been just setting up a mic and recording them. So I thought that could be a fun thing to take us out each week. Yeah. So um, they're really fun. We're having some really cool musicians coming in for these small things but it's been very very good yeah so thank you guys for tuning in we really appreciate it you can find me on all my socials benley music and uh you can find me i don't know i'm ioni sky one on Ioni's, twitter yeah and ioni sky lee on insta yeah great yep and um and uh yeah we'll see you again next week see ya bye bye